0: Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge,
1: all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in.
0: Hello, friends. It is Thursday, March 23rd. This is another episode of Cornering the Market from Collector's Corner. My name is P. You may know me online as at Aston Cloud, joined by my great friend, Jared, who you may know as Jared underscore pause. How are you doing, Jared?
1: I'm living the dream, as always, my man. Uh been silent on Twitter and Discord for the last uh, week or two, cause I'm heads down building, but uh, excited for what the future holds. And you know, we'll get into market sentiment, but kind of now feels like the time to 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 have some distractions, cause there's not a lot going on.
0: That's true, not a lot going on while simultaneously a bunch going on, which is why we're here reporting stuff, but it is certainly not as active as it used to be. I too am heads down building, got some exciting stuff coming up for Collector's Corner that I'm looking forward to announcing. And we also have a first today. So pay attention, folks. We have a allow list giveaway opportunity for you all, members of our community. It's a really cool one. It'll be talked about in the exciting upcoming drops. You will need the password to be able to enter it, which I will give you there. But Tune in for that, just some house cleaning. This is a video episode. Please check it out on YouTube. If you can't, no worries. We'll have a tweet thread summarizing it. And also shown on the screen, we have our newsletter. This is through our Substack. Check us out, collectorscorner.substack.com, weekly newsletter. And we're going to be putting out some more content through this newsletter, not just our weekly episodes, but we for our weekly episodes, we fit in things that cannot fit in this recording because we try to keep it short and sweet. And last thing, take a look at the show notes. We have timestamps. Jump to the portions that you like if you don't want to listen to all of it. We completely understand and appreciate all of your support. And finally, take a look at our Twitter's Give us a follow. This is the collector's corner Twitter right here at collectors underscore XYZ. Uh, this, oh, this one's out of order. Um, this here is my ASTEM ask cloud. And uh, this is Jared's. Jared underscore pause. Also the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund. So if you're looking for some digital asset exposure, check Jared out. Okay. Huge mouthful. I already talked too much as it is. So let's hop right into the show. We start, as always, with a macro, and wow, what a reaction there. So Bitcoin is up 17.5% to 28 dollars Ethereum is up 11.4%, and uh, Tezos is up 3%. And, uh, you know, Jared, we don't normally stop to talk about this, but I think it's worth talking about because I've been hammering on the table for a long time that I think that the bear market lows are behind us. This feels like confirmation, not because of the price action necessarily, but because we had some bad news yesterday that the Federal United States Federal Reserve increased their interest rate, which all the banks kind of function off of, another 0.25%, which is a little bit unexpected. But now we're seeing some really, really great price action from Bitcoin and Ethereum despite that negative news. And if folks were paying attention in 2022, it was this exact news that was crushing Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, I don't know, Jared. What are your thoughts on the overall market? I mean, this this seems bullish to me. I know this isn't NFTs yet, but curious to hear your take. Yeah, I mean, I I
1: have been uh, I haven't been a believer as much as you have been, but man, uh, I'm starting to get conviction. It, it feels very very optimistic. There's obviously competing uh, perspectives between Janet Yellen and Powell, so I think that the the market's taking note of that, and you're seeing a flight. To digital assets in in lieu of not only the interest rates but uh, all of the banking system uh, issues that are going on in the background. So, I I think that for crypto long term, this is definitely a very bullish sign.
0: Absolutely, and NFTs are really considered more on the riskier end of the spectrum. So. We haven't seen a big tick yet, but we know that folks will be coming for the blue chips because that's what they tell us. So let's talk about some of the blue chips here on the Ethereum side of things, blue chip NFTs, top sales in the last seven days. We had 17 from Mind the Gap by our friend Mount Vitruvius, 13 for Damien Hirst, the currency, uh, and staying on the Gen art side, eight from Bent and eight from Anticyclone. Nice to see some Bent sales. Those uh, don't always come through, but it's a fantastic collection. And if we're looking at floor price appreciation, we have, uh, well, okay, so we have sale bots that are up 13.7%, sculptor up 11%, and construction token up 10.4%. I actually hesitated there because I looked at this just right before, and it was a phase in Chimera that were in the number two, number three spot. So a little bit of a shuffle, probably some sales or some delistings going on there. Uh, any notable sales, Jared, in the last week?
1: Honestly, it's been a really slow week. Uh, I wish I had more to report, but the there was a great sweep. I think it was like five or six days ago on Anticyclones by DC Investor. He picked up six off the floor and they were all beautiful pieces. And then Bob, for his um, his fund, was able to pick up a, a beautiful, really beautiful Fidenza with soft shapes and medium scale and low number, number 14. So those are really the only notable things I saw.
0: Yeah, and it's funny with with that Fidenza, it was uh you know I think Bob said he he would have paid a lot more for it, and I only bring that up. We'll put up pull it up on the screen here, but I bring that up because it just shows you that there are deals out there. Like, there's always something positive, folks. So yes, the market is slow, but that also means you can pick up some stuff at a steep discount that that really shouldn't be, especially on the higher end. So if you have some capital, you're looking for some rare stuff this is not a bad time to throw out some bids or try to reach out and negotiate. FX hash uh, also been a little bit slow from what I can tell Jared, what, what's been going on over here.
1: Yeah, I mean, outside of the the two garden monolith sales that showed up and one of them, I think was like a, a pink um, and another was like another higher end piece. You know, there, I mean, I don't know the last time I've seen this, but in the top 15 that are shown, you know, some of them are dipping into three digit uh, weekly TES volume, and one of which is a new one. So, I mean, uh, there's a steep fall off after Garden Monoliths, but it's kind of really indicative of what we're seeing on the, the the Ethereum side is there's just not a lot of volume this week. And we'll talk about it in squiggles. But again, that optimistic perspective is exactly what you talked about. And that is, if you have liquidity, there are amazing opportunities. You know, uh, a Cascade Fontana just sold for a six ETH too. I yesterday. saw that. Oh, I, I know. That one was, was a little bit painful because I was looking at it. But, you know, the the reality is, is that if you're liquid and you have some opportunity, uh, you can really stretch for that, uh, that dream piece. Because, oh, even an archetype sold for like 13 ETH, a very beautiful one, one that we featured on our uh, Into the Collection. Uh, a collector pointed that out to me. So, Um, you know, honestly, it's, uh, if you're diligent and willing to put in the hard work, like we've always said, there are tons and tons of opportunity out there. So I digress a little bit, but, uh, we're really paltry volume on, on the Tez side. And you know, that means there's opportunity. There's gonna be people desperate for liquidity.
0: That's right. And I I know dragons has dipped below 5k Tezos. It's been, it's been a while since that has happened. And, there there's some nice ones here near the floor so definitely check those out uh, you mentioned squiggles what's been going on with squiggles in the last 7 days man the the,
1: the last 2 weeks i was like really optimistic cuz sales were increasing 50% a week and then just boom right off a cliff it it decreased 50% so those 2 weeks of increased volume and sales literally just retraced. so it's been a very very slow week you know we have 235 in seven day volume that's down 285 the floor price is at 10.8 even though last week i thought it was thinning out uh, it thickened up around that 11 and then the sales are really bleeding out you know you got 20 sales versus 43 last week so you know not, not to be uh um too much of a debbie downer but you know the highlights on the contrary are actually something of a bright you know there's low color spread slinkies going for a great deals i think a couple at 16 and 18 ETH, lots of slinky sales. If you're in the fuzzy market, you know, these usually carry a respectable premium and now they are, uh, you know, selling down around 14, 15, 16. So you know, that, that premium is, is you know, there's deals to be had, man. And, uh, if you're a buyer, really good opportunity. If you're a seller, it's not the best time, but you know, it's, uh, it's, if you're willing to put in the work for those weath bids, uh, and negotiate and, and track down the, the sellers, there's, really good opportunity.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of beautiful ones in the floor. I mean, this one on the floor is, is quite beautiful in my opinion, may not be, have any of those like specific metrics like day zero or low color spread, but there's some, there's some nice looking ones for sure. And so I would encourage people to keep looking and, you know, speaking of liquidity uh, well, we have the friendship bracelets, which we look at as our liquidity index. And right now We have 444 sales. It actually hasn't dipped too much. So this is 444 sales. That was compared to 514 last week. Volume is at 119 Ether, down a bit from 143 Ether. And the floor price is about 0.24. So pretty flat. Like friendship bracelets have held up fairly well. And we think because it's like this lower uh kind of a cheaper more liquid collection it's just a harbinger of liquidity in the gen art space in general and one thing Jared, will that will be interesting to see is what happens with the arbitrum token because that arbitrum token just launched today so we'll see how many of the various profits there uh, i suppose if you can call them uh, people roll into art uh it's it's certainly coming and and i'll say there's just one last point on this The fact that Bitcoin and Ethereum are going up to me is a good sign because there's more money coming into the crypto ecosystem that I feel very, very confident will eventually find its way to certainly blue chip gen art, but but gen art as a whole. So more of a patience game, more of a patience game. But let's let's talk about some of the most recent releases that came out. And uh, this is, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about all three at once because I think it's interesting to note some things about the market. The first one here is Rippling by Yuen Lin. This minted out at a 0.43 price, and it's still around 0.42, but really I wanna talk about the mint minting prices. Only 128 items, which uh, makes a lot of sense with this relatively high mint price. That was last Friday. Another one that came out, which I believe uh, it was a, a private mint, if you held some of the artist's prior works on Monday, and then just yesterday, there was a public mint, but it didn't make it to the public mint. The final mint price was 0.1 ether, also minted out 300 pieces. So you're seeing a theme here. And then I want to bring up this just fantastic collection by Andreas Rao, who a lot of folks may know, uh, worked with uh, M. Sorario on uh, Takata. And this collection is called Klang Tepik. It's probably a German name or something like that. Um, It's really a beautiful collection. There's only 100 of them, though, and only 31 of them minted out. And the minting price was fixed at 750 tezos. And again, this is like an amazing collection. They morph, they have music. It's just a beautiful, beautiful work of art. And yet it did not mint out. And the point I wanted to bring up here, especially for the artists who are listening, is that you know, 750 Tezos is a lot for the FX hash ecosystem. And so it, it would be like having a resting mint price of like, say one and a half ether as an equivalent on the Ethereum side, even though the US dollar side is not that high, this is on a percentile level, one of the higher mints that you'll see. And, uh, you know, it, it it begs the question, should you kind of devalue your art by lowering the minting price? Or are you okay with selling fewer? I don't know the answer to that question, nor will I do I think there is a true answer, but I do think it's good to know where the market is at. And what the market is saying is even if you're not, you know, an art blocks curated or perhaps one of the top, top, top artists, but you're a good artist and you have good work, you can still mint it out at a reasonable minting price. Um, but a higher price even if you're a fantastic artist with fantastic work may not mint out so that's just something to to keep in mind anyways I rambled here for a while I'm curious to have if you have any thoughts Jared
1: well for the the rippling I think we called it beautiful work I uh, call it appropriately sized collection and I mean even like you know I, we love this artist collector but TLP came in and swept three really really beautiful ones and even what's up on screen the 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 one that's sitting on the floor is just i think stunning they could age very well um i think that that was a no-brainer but you bring up a very very valid point that's an observation i have is it's not to say that the the tez art that you brought up the (laughs) clank we're gonna butcher names all day long but why not this is uh this is about the art and not the phonetics but you know i mean this is just i think you know, again, relative in ETH terms, low mint price relative to Tez, high mint price. So I think it's just a uh, perceptions of the respective marketplaces, and again, it's not good or bad. I think it's just something that, um, uh, you know, with that being said, if I remember correctly, Takata had like a really high mint price, uh, also. But you know, I mean, you can say what you want to, but I think that the the mint price and relative cost is something that is a consideration. We saw it with, um. Marcelo and the what was that called the the spinning thing but whatever on verse i just think it's important to collectors and and they want to see price action beforehand so relative cost is expense or is important but at the same time um i mean you bring up some really good points which is you know we're in a, a funky time and, and mint price is important
0: well I, and, I, and I, this I is rambled. No, no, no worries. This is an important topic. And, you know, you and I have even talked about, should we have a Twitter Spaces on it? And Takata had a Dutch auction, it probably minted out higher, I think it did mint around the 750 range, which is perhaps where Andreas uh, picked that number from. Uh, but I also don't, it just depends on your goal, right? If you want to say, look, this is worth 750 Tez, I don't care if none of them sell, it's not worth it to sell it for less than it's worth. Uh, That's totally fine, right? It's just the the market is what it is. And we can uh, yell about how it should be different until we're blue in the face. But what the market is saying at this moment is that a 750 Tesla's price is too much for investors because they don't think they'll necessarily see a return, and perhaps too much for collectors, people using this just as discretionary money. So, um, either way, I think it's instructive. I think it's interesting to see. And I think it's just unbelievably beautiful art. So for folks who do want to collect or just take a look at it, totally worth doing that. Let's talk about FX params. Uh, I haven't actually had a chance to play around with this, but uh, District Collective, which is an artist that we love, has, a, has, has created a project called Blueprints. It's actually in our great art at great prices uh, on FX params. And Really quickly, like, so what is FX Params? A lot of folks are familiar with QQL, which was the Tyler Hobbs Dandelion WIST project where you could continue to run iterations and you had a mint pass. And then once you found an iteration you liked, you could apply that to a mint pass. And and theirs was also a little more complicated because you could resell like the iterations that you created. But that aside, what FX Hash has done with Params as shown on the screen here is they've built into their smart contract a way... The, the, as they call it a new module allowing gen artists to define a set of parameters that collectors explore adjust and toggle before minting right so essentially what you're doing now is you're buying a mint pass and with that mint pass you can run different iterations on whichever project you bought that pass for and if you see here on screen there are different parameters that you can tweak as uh, the collector. Now, what these parameters are is up to the artist. But what's really cool is now an artist won't have to write a custom smart contract in order to give collectors this type of experience. And a lot of artists have started experimenting with it. And, you know, we'll link to this. There's some nuances here about how you can buy a mint ticket, but you can't hold it forever because there's a tax that comes on it and you either need to like sell it so somebody else can buy it. So effectively preventing people from like hoarding some of these mint passes. Uh, But all of that aside, I think this is a really, really cool innovation. And I really look forward to just seeing the experimentation that happens and what you know what emerges from this. Uh, Jared, have you had a chance to try one of these out yet?
1: I haven't tried them out, but I saw a couple of them popping up on the um uh, on the incoming that I was really interested in in working on this dynamic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have not yet tried to do it, but I want to play around with it. And that takes us to some great art of great prices. I thought that this aforementioned district Collective params oh well, it looks like they even created a whole new artist account just for the params uh, but they have a collection called Blueprint which is 10 Tezos for the ticket and then you can experiment with it and, and play around with your iteration and uh yeah it's some it's some really cool art I think it's going to be a fantastic mechanism you see a lot of artists here's Tyler Boswell who has bought one waiting to be signed it's a fantastic Tezos. Uh, podcast. So yeah, it, I don't know. I just, I just think it's probably worth playing around with and, oh, and you can see the params here. So you see where I clicked below on the generative page. These are the various parameters that you can kind of mess around with and see what kind of output you'd want. So you don't even need the the mint ticket in order to do this. You can just kind of see what, what's available. So anyways, wanted to highlight that one. The second one I wanted to highlight, we mentioned it as a recent release, Skuamorphs by It's Gallo. And look, I I will tell you full disclosure, I own a couple of, of the roster collection by It's Gallo. I just think I just think they're so good. I don't know if you've seen this. So their their signature is kind of perpetual emotion. And uh, this, as as we mentioned earlier, I think it's sitting at a 0.1 ether floor. Um, it's right around one ether. It's been moving around, but you can actually take your cursor. And interact with this art. You see how it creates ripples and waves in it, which uh, I thought was just really, really cool. And I, you know, I wasn't able to re- uh, replicate this on the Sansa website, but on here on the Art Blocks website, you can. So I don't know if you had a chance to play around with this, Jared, but this it's like really fun. It's a, uh, it's more fun than I would have thought just looking at it.
1: Yeah, I haven't played around with it at all, but just watching it on screen is like super, super uh, engaging, and it's a little bit entrancing.
0: Yes, it is. It's it's a really cool work, and I love how its gallows keep keeps pushing the boundaries. And they've been releasing a lot of art not not like too much, but like they're they're continuing to ship, as they would say in the tech world. So, over to your boy Eric.
1: Yeah, so you know, I, I I'm always a big advocate of Eric Davidson. I love the work that he's produced all the way going back to Masonry. But one of the things that I really thought was cool is this week he dropped a, a project called All Fold uh, Sketch by Eric Davidson. And the thing that I really in, was intrigued about this is it's kind of dope being an engineer. It kind of looks like it's on engineering paper. Uh, so th- that was a really cool uh, call throwback to something for me. But you know, for great art at great prices, there's some really, really great outputs in my opinion. And the floor right now is seven Tez one of the things I really liked about the drop was Eric uh, took it in a Dutch auction. I think it started at eight reasonably priced, but there was a, a resting price of zero. So, you know, and it got there, maybe there was a gas war to get there, but you know, I wasn't there minting it. Unfortunately I got distracted. I would have loved to have some of these at zero cost, but you know, it's just, it's a cool thing that he does for the community over and over again, allows people to get in early, allows them to do it. But you know, I'm just looking at some of these outputs and, There's one that 15, you know, item number 87 that I just think is like incredibly beautiful. It's just, I'm a little bit partial for that kind of Bauhaus type uh, output. And and again, is it going to appreciate? I don't know. But, you know, if you're looking at great art at great prices, here's a really great artist. Love to support him in any way
0: possible. This is very, very cool in my opinion. Fantastic pick. I, I hadn't seen this one before and the art is really, really beautiful. So great one to share let's talk about some exciting upcoming drops okay this is what i had teased a little bit earlier so there is a drop coming up on the 29th of march so that's going to be next wednesday that is with our friend Macio 135 so Macio 135 he's an art blocks artist had a release called Horo on Artblocks. Recently had a follow-on collection called Shapes 2048. Not a follow-on to Horo, but another collection. That one was not on Artblocks. Macio is a big hip-hop fan. And what's really cool is he is releasing a collection with the Universal Hip-Hop Museum, which is in the Bronx. It's a really amazing hip-hop museum. And there are 1,500 pieces for this release. 1250 of them go to the art pass holders because this is in conjunction with iconic moments and 250 are for partner communities we have 25 spots for collector's corner listeners and i'll tell you how to get into that in a second what's really cool about this art uh there's a couple things one is Macio. you know I need, I need to pull up horo uh because i love horo and full disclosure i am a holder uh i've been <laughs> i've been holding for a while as the price has unfortunately like most things gone down but he has this really interesting graffiti street style art with really beautiful colors. I think he does a fantastic job of, of picking these color palettes. And if you look at his, any of his other work, you'll see the same thing. So what's interesting about this, Jared, is there's something called the uh, the turntable, I'm getting this wrong, TTM, but there's essentially like a, a a strategy for turntables where depending on how you scratch it, it creates a reproducible sound. And so what Oh, here it is. The turntablist transcription method. And so Machio kind of turned this into generative art. So each of the pieces has like his signature beautiful coloring in the background, and then some like turntable scratch notations, which fits really well in the hip hop theme. Um, what's even more exciting, and, and by the time this gets released, this will already be announced, but iconic moments is working on a release with um I, I should know this, uh, I with Jackson Pollock, I believe Jackson Pollock has has passed away, so it would be the estate of uh, Jackson Pollock, correct me if I'm wrong there, Jared. Uh, yeah, he's, he's passed away a long time ago. And uh, this owning one of these NFTs, um, or owning one of their art passes is going to be the only way to get access to that don't know the details, you know, how much they'll cost or how many people who own these will get access to that or you know, what does that drop look like, but Just such a huge name in the art world, Jackson Pollock. So congrats to Iconic Moments for for pulling that off. And how do you get access to our our pre mint? So we'll drop the link in the show notes, of course. The password is corner. Nice and simple. You unlock the page. You got to follow a bunch of people. Put in your email address. We like to have folks come and sign up for our Substack newsletter. You can, of course... Uh, Just get rid of that. Uh, Sorry, uh, unsubscribe anytime, and you need to have 0.08 ETH in your wallet. So that's all you have to do. The mint is going to be on the 29th, and the price of the mint will be 0.08 ether. So I should have said that before. 0.08 ether. So um, in my mind, it qualifies as great art at great prices at that price point. Just sorry, a lot to say there. Uh, Pause. I love the
1: integration into like Machio and then the 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 record scratching. I I just think this is a beautiful representation of you know the web 3 world and people coming together and just really a a really cool integration uh, from a different perspective i I think this could be really unique and obviously the the ties to the jackson pollock i'm a huge huge jackson pollock uh fan so i'll be definitely minting and seeing what you know the estate has in in store for this but such a great uh collab man this one this one feels like it could be really fun
0: Yes, we're really excited. And thank you to Iconic Moments for reaching out and including our community in this. And uh, we hope you all like it. Just so you know, one caveat, it's going to be over allocated. So even if you win, you're not guaranteed a spot. You'll still uh, probably have to be paying attention. The Mints on March 29th will keep you posted on exactly when. And sign up by Sunday, 5 p.m. UTC, which is 1 p.m. Eastern. The raffle will happen on Sunday as well. Okay. Next exciting upcoming drop is Hello Modulo by Nat Sarkisian. This one will be a lot faster. This is coming out on March 28th on Verse. We just released our episode on Verse. Check that out. But, you know, Nat Sarkisian, typically his drops have been very, very popular. This is his first Ethereum release. No, sorry, second. He had his Bright Moments release, uh, but only $70 for these. Very, very cheap. Point 0. zero, Less than 0. 0.04 Ether. So I'm excited for this. I'm glad that the mint price is low, 400 of these. It'll be great to see what they look like. All right. Now I've been talking a ton. So we're going to go to artists to highlight, but maybe we'll do an Audible and, and you can talk a bit about MP Cause, Jared. Uh, just real quick, what folks should know about him.
1: Yeah, M. Picasso, amazing, uh, amazing artist with a lot of momentum right now. Obviously, coming off of the the Metropolis Mint with bright moments and the 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 diptych presentation, um, got an amazing drop with Chimera for Art Baluch curated. Really regarded uh, for his attention to detail and colors and and some of the subtlety in strokes. You know, some of the best collectors I know are just enamored with like his code and what the outputs are. So I really, really think there's a bright future in front of MP cause. And it's, uh, you know, even during our um, uh, art awards or the 2023 predictions, like MP cause kept coming up as a, as an artist to watch. So it feels like there's a lot of momentum there. And then especially with Metropolis and just the the pride of this, the, the diptych presentation for a companion to your mint piece. Super cool, man. I'm really, really uh, excited to see what is in front
0: of MP Cosm. Likewise, likewise. That's a name you definitely have to have in your radar. And another one you really have to have in your radar is Matt Mm Delorier. Matt hasn't released, as far as I know, anything recently, but he is very well known for, as shown on screen, Meridian and Subscapes, his two art blocks projects. And Meridian is... I mean, it's it's just one of the best. It's it's uh, a fan favorite. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit later as they have been a bit on the move. But I think Matt is is also, you know, he's an interesting guy. He doesn't, you know, he, he's not out there as much, more of a kind of quiet person, or maybe that's not the right word. He, he doesn't like to be in the Web3 public social eye as much, uh, which is why you don't see him like necessarily in discords all over the place. But the work speaks for itself, and a lot of people consider him like the most talented generative artist, like bar none. So great artist to know about. Check out his collections. Uh, you know, I'm a holder of a Meridian. A lot of people are. They're absolutely beautiful. And uh, subscapes are also fantastic as well. Somebody that you you really need to have on your radar. Let's talk about some art to watch. First one is the aforementioned Metropolis by MP Cause. And I'm showing this on Twitter. I'll show you the marketplace page in a second, but what's super cool about this collection was this was with Bright Moments and it resulted in a diptych. So you could mint regularly on Artblocks. So I should, excuse me, it was the Bright Moments Art Blocks collaboration, their first of the kind. 500 pieces were minted on Artblocks online. And then you had to travel to a specific city, one of five bright moment cities, depending on which piece you got to mint the diptych. And all of the diptychs really came together beautifully. And I know there were some innovations that MP COS had to undergo uh, technically in order to make this possible. I'm not smart enough to know exactly what had to happen, but here sitting at a point four two ether floor is metropolis. Here's one of the diptychs. It looks like uh, they're they're selling them together, but the art is just so, so good. And all the palettes were in the style of a well-known Web3 artist for the most part. Uh, so, And I do not own any of these. So full disclosure, I just think that they're pretty awesome. And I, I hope to get one at some point.
1: I think that if you can find a collector with like the diptych already in place, I think it's just a really, really cool thing. Some of these just came together in a beautiful fashion. I was trying to get one of the Grand Union palettes that kind of looks like a city. Uh, early on, pre uh, pre pre diptych, and uh, unfortunately, the seller didn't want to sell it. Just a beautiful piece, and then it ended up being like having this perfect uh, marriage. So yeah, I mean, th- these things came across. I mean, you've seen it on screen. If you scroll up, uh, oop, scroll down, just in here there, number five thirty two and one sixty six. It just almost looks like this beautiful night uh, and and day pairing of a, of a city. So just the way some of these came out were just it was beautifully executed man I, I i really really am enamored with this one
0: yeah likewise uh and uh there's not that many of the grant union ones so some rarity there okay last art to watch this is a really cool project i don't know if you've uh heard of this one jared so it's called for a limited time it's by sebron Steeg and arsenal so arsenal is a platform and so what what they're doing is basically uh, Verstig has this algorithm that paints collages based on current events. and every 10 to 15 minutes, one of these is released. And I think you can for a limited time lock it into your mint pass. So it's kind of like a QQL, FX hash params, mint pass style piece of art. And you can see some of them have been locked in as collages. Some of them have not, been a lot of uh, actually quite high profile artists who have been tweeting about this. Let's see if there's any uh well, you don't see too many here in the actual uh, purchases, but here on Twitter we have Matt Kane talking about this uh how they had well, it looks like he locked in one of them and I've seen a few other artists. So really cool art, really interesting idea. I think it's one worth watching. No idea about any kind of financial return potential, but it's innovative and interesting. So thought it was worth highlighting. All right, Jared. Do you want to take us home with some some charts?
1: Yeah. So you know, to segue off of uh, the commentary from Matt Delaurier earlier, wanted to bring to attention people to Meridians. Not that you don't know the project, but just about potential opportunity with the the lack of liquidity. I think we're in the market, or at least the 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 ability to part with that liquidity. You're starting to see some overhead resistance on Meridians at t- the 20k price point. And you're seeing a little bit of a, a downtrend with a thickening floor with opportunities. I mean, literally I just saw a sales feed pop up with, uh, you know, Meridian number nine just sold for eight ETH, which was beautiful. I think you're seeing some of these rare, more beautiful pieces really starting to uh, to come into the marketplace. And I think that there's just a, if you've been in the marketplace uh, and you're looking for a, a deal, I think that there's a good opportunity to be able to to snipe some of these off. I've seen, I seen more and more of them on the sales feed, and the again, the floor is relatively thick relative to daily sales. So you're looking at 21 pieces before there's a 50% increase to 12 ETH. So my point in saying all this is, you know, get out there, we season on this. You might be able to pick up uh, a really great piece, and I'm seeing beautiful pieces get listed. So food for thought, something to to consider. And if you're in the market for Meridian, which I think is unanimously one of the most widely regarded as a beautiful art blocks project. Uh, and fun fact, not being curated, it's probably the, if not the highest revenue producing and floor for some of the non curated pieces, you know, it's, I I just, I keep staring at this chart seeing opportunity after opportunity. And again, not that it's all about the, the price, but for anybody who is in the market to collect beautiful art, it feels as though there's a, a, you know, pretty good opportunity. Um, that we're coming up against.
0: So 100% agree. And with that, that's our show. Please give us a follow on Twitter at collectors underscore XYZ. Also Jared at Jared underscore pause and me at Aston cloud. We really appreciate everybody. Please reach out. Let us know how you're finding some of the tweaks we're making to the show and be patient. It's going to turn around. Like I'm very, very, very sure of it and i know that for a lot of collectors, investors, artists, all the above, it feels like it's been a grind and it has. but i think we're starting to see some green shoots. we'll be out of it soon and i'm really really looking forward to the space continuing to grow and i'll screw with all of you. so so thank you for tuning in.
1: yeah, I, I believe art prevails too in the long run. so, you know, again, it's just about having conviction and buying the stuff that you're you you believe in. Uh, i think it will it will it'll trend well, and, and in these times, you know, it feels like a a dry time or a chilly winter. but you know, in my opinion, we just came in spring, so I'm looking forward to some some movement and things yeah out.
0: and you know, we don't really talk about PFPs too much, but I just want to point out that PFps are have really been on the down swing, and that capital is going to go somewhere. Uh, you know, I won't name any names, but if you're looking at the screen here, you probably know that a lot of your favorite PFP projects have taken quite a, a big hit so far. And why do I say that? It's because Jared, you just said art prevails. And I, I believe that. I've been having a lot of conversations. People want the art, people don't want to be holding on to an asset where they don't fully understand what they're buying, especially as it's been losing value. And to all the PFP holders out there, no disrespect, but you you can see the charts and for folks who have bought both pfps and art you, you probably can tell the difference in holding something that is beautiful that has no promises required versus something that is you know has some external dependencies and that can be a great thing can also be stressful so i really believe more and more people will come over to the art side once they've experienced that and experienced that you can find community in art pfp projects are not the only way to have a community so that's just what I think is going to happen. I'm one person. I have no idea. None of this is financial advice, but I will say that I think better times are on the horizon for the art market, regardless of what happens to any other market. And with that, I'll finally shut up.
1: P and collector's corner, baby, like, and subscribe this, get it out to as many people as possible. Cause we're doing the Lord's work for gen art.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you, Jared. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time.